0: Hi, this is John and Hannah from Red Dice Diaries, and I'm hijacking this episode of the podcast to talk about court case dramas in RPGs. Last week, in my game, the players caught a villain who's been a recurring villain, and they've requested a court case. (laughs) All right. And I'm not quite sure how to handle this. Okay. Now, I've been online, yeah. and I've had a look at a couple of websites. I think I put court cases in RPGs into Google. So the first thing that came up was quite an interesting post on RPG.net from a user called, I think it's Aold, A-O-L-D, who suggested having five different like designations of what's going on in your courtroom You've so got it, your is this
1: def- like NPCs is it
0: yeah how to arrange your PCs and your NPCs basically okay. uh, with a defendant a defence lawyer a prosecution a judge and then maybe a jury
1: so the jury would just be like one sort of like
0: yeah link. and the, okay. the thread went on in, in some discussion about whether or not there should be a jury it was quite interesting go and have a look at rpg.net if you want to hear more about that on another thread on a different website called storygames.com which was about proposal he was putting up i think he was putting out feelers for a kickstarter game and i couldn't find whether the game actually ever got off the ground or not but in there a user called Tyler T suggested to him an interesting idea which was to use scales well like, like, like weighing scales. Alright, scales, oh, okay, yeah. To show the judge and jury and like how their opinion sways as the game goes on. Oh, that's which I quite thought cool. was so, quite a cool like visual aid.
1: So, so would that be a case of like, oh like, I don't know, and also I've not seen the post you're talking about, so I'm just sort of guessing. <laughs> would that be the case of you have like your scales and they're sort of balanced at the start, and then like when the prosecution makes a good like argument, you put like a weight on their side. When the defence makes a good argument, you put a weight on their side, and at the end, you see which side's tipping. Because that'd be pretty cool. I, th-
0: I think that was the mechanism he was suggesting. Um, I suspect that in the game that I'm going to be running, it's going to be highly against the defendant. Okay, and one of the things that I found a lot of discussion of online was whether or not it's a good idea to actually put two hours of your game to a court case. Yeah, because court cases yeah. in real life are really, really boring. Yeah, and, and they're really can long. Can you get like an interesting story out of it?
1: Well, I mean, I suppose the the first thing I'd say is. It depends on really on how interested you and your players are in it and how much of a focus you want to be in your game because if like the court case is just like a background thing and it's based on what's going to happen after that then you know make a couple of rolls, get the verdict crack on with the interesting bit but if like the court case itself is like the main focus of a session then maybe you can spread it out a bit but you've got to like know that like your players and obviously you're interested in doing
0: that see the interesting part of this particular court case as far as the story goes is that it's like the first big court case that's going to take place sort of internationally on this world that's just discovered war power
1: if you don't mind me asking can you you give us a bit of background on like the actual
0: setup for the court case just to help me understand it so when the world was in the process of discovering warp power. Okay. The player group was on a starship and they were the group that was sent there to make first contact. Right. They watched the society for about three weeks and during that three weeks, a sort of proxy war between two smaller nations escalated and very nearly became a nuclear war between two of the bigger nations. Okay. One of those nations had an extremely corrupt government, which was overthrown during the week that First Contact took place. One of those government members, I think it's the Treasurer, has been located and captured by the player group, who are now on a space station helping this, like, planet take its first steps into space, effectively. Okay. They've previously set up some negotiations with, like, alien species, and they're helping them build the space station. And now this guy's come along, and he's made it to the space station, which is technically international territory. And there's, like, these three different nations that are all vying for power on the planet, but who are all also facing the fact that, yeah they are very small fish in a very big pond, and if they don't work together, they're just going to get screwed over. Okay. So it's all about this villain and how they choose to deal with him effectively. I'm not quite sure how things will go like with the players in the game. So is I, it the players trying to sue this uh, guy? Well, the players have requested it because several of them, I've explained previously about troop roleplay, but... Um, the players all have their own A character, who is like a Starfleet character, but they also have lots of B characters, and several of the B characters are the world leaders. Oh, and the world right. leaders okay. have de- have like decided that this guy needs to be like put on trial.
1: So he's like becoming like the scapegoat.
0: Well, uh, is you he?
1: You know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so for a lot of like what's specific to coming up in my game, it's going to be about like how the court itself looks how it works and how much control of that I want to give to my players Mm. and me being me I'll probably like let them work out quite a lot of that but I would like to have some sort of ideas in place about how to handle it obviously um, this recommendation that I'd got from Aold on RPG.net sets out like the different roles that you can put a player group in Mm. Um. And suggests having like a defendant, a defence lawyer, a prosecution, a judge, and then having maybe a jury. Okay.
1: Now, to, to be honest, if I was going to be doing it, I I think that's a good idea. But if I was going to be doing it, I would cut it down to just like the prosecution and the defence. Mm-hmm. And then the easiest way I can think of doing it is basically if you you pick a number. I know you're running this using fate. If you if you pick a number of successes, the one side has to get in order to, like, yes, they've won the jury over. It's mm-hmm. going to go in their favour. So let's say, just for argument's sake, I mean, you could change this number. Let's say, for argument's sake, five. So what you do is you have them play out the court case. When it gets to when they get to certain points, you have them make a roll. If they succeed, you, like, put, like, a tally mark in, like, their thing. And the either the, fir- the first one who gets to five, they've swayed the jury
0: mm-hmm. to
1: their side. That, that'd be the easiest way I could think of doing it. So, if you pass me that um, red and gold burning wheel book from over there, though.
0: So, I did also find a little note that said that the uh, Jewel of Wits on Burning Wheel yeah, was. Yeah, that's, worth that's literally
1: at. just what I was about to look at. Well, do you want me to explain the, the Jewel of Wits?
0: Yeah. Right, so Jewel of Wits in Burning Wheel.
1: Okay, yeah, now bear in mind, this fairly involved system. I've not actually used, played a game of Burning Wheel that's used this because it's involved. Right Now, just to just so explain, the way Burning Wheel works is it has uh, a number of systems that you can use depending on the level of like granularity, depending on how much you want to zoom in on something. So it's like to take combat, for instance. If you just want to quickly get through a combat, there's a system in here where you can just make one roll, like a fight roll, boom, combat dealt with, whole thing done. But then there's also a fight system, which is, like, if you, like, say you're you're doing, like, the climactic duel against the main bad guy, you're fighting Sauron on his field or whatever, and that's a big part of the game. There's, like, a really, like, detailed system where you can go into, like, every single, like, parry and thrust of the weapon and stuff like that. Now, the Duel of Wits is basically the detailed system for doing social combat. Now obviously if you want to do the not detailed version you can use that one dice roll, happy days is dealt with. Now the idea of a Jewel of Wits is you're simulating an argument and a debate. The aim of the whole idea is that if you win you have convinced your opponent of your side of the arguments. And the idea of the back and forth is you're getting your opponent to sort of yield to, to various things. So your opponent might be like, "Oh yeah, okay. Well, I, I'll, I'll concede to that, but you know, you got to give me something, something in return." And it goes back and forth like that. Okay, there's like a buttload of different skills you can use with it. Because mm-hmm. Burning Wheel has like more skills than I've like ever seen in any
0: role-playing game. That's All right, my players have a diplomacy skill.
1: Indeed. So <laughs> the way the way it works in Burning Wheel, you begin a duel of wits. There's got to be two sides, each willing to defend their own positions each side start and this might be a good thing for you to do at the very start just to get your players mindset in at the start of it each side clearly states their case like what they want and that's your statement of purpose it's called in burning wheel mm-hmm. so for instance it gives a couple of examples in here um, the clan has always done right by itself there is no need to become embroiled in the politics of the outsiders And then the other one, say the other side saying unless we all stand together all will fall this is not a problem for one province or one clan but for all the clans of the land so they're the two opposing points of view both sides then agree to the terms of the debate before continuing this is like a bit of a metagame discussion so if i win this you agree to do x if you win it i agree to do y and you agree that before the actual thing starts then if you lose you've already agreed this is what's going to happen which again might be a good thing for your game you know you have both sides saying like like the prosecution saying well if we if we win they're going to get this sentence and the defense going well if we win we want them to be acquitted and to be reimbursed for their time or whatever and if you get that down at the start there's no arguments later on like when it happens okay so a player can never be forced to engage in a jewel of wits if you wish you can simply walk away from the challenge refusing to debate the point obviously not really the case in your sort of situation uh rather than shed blood and break bones we undermine points and damage egos in a jewel of wits so once the cases have been made each side rolls their 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 argument skill Do they add any successes from the skill test to the lead character's will exponent bro i make a lot of sense to you. This total is the body of the argument for this duel.
0: So, handily enough, I came up with a mental-based combat system last time. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, it effectively be a non-lethal version of that.
1: Yeah, and, and effectively... I mean, this goes into like yeah. a ridiculous amount of detail. I'm not going to go through it all because it's, like, hefty. Mm-hmm. But basically, you have a, a series of interactions which are effectively mental or social combat rounds Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you continue going on until you've like whittled away someone's like mental hit points and when you've done that you've won the argument and whatever you agreed at the start if i win x is going to happen that's what happens if your opponent wins whatever they agreed happens so if you're going to do it during fate like say set set that out at the start i'd say get your prosecution to say all right if the prosecution wins we're, we're calling for this sentence if the defense wins we're calling for this to happen then decide how many rounds of like combat you want to do play out the rounds using your social skills obviously people can use their aspects and whatnot to like add bonuses to it then when you get to the end of that number of rounds make it like an odd number of rounds then when you get to the end all you've got to do is go who won the most round of rounds and as long as it's an odd number of combat rounds you're not going to get to the point where unless you want it to be a possibility of there being like a hung jury or whatever because then if you did you could have an even number of rounds and if you get an equal amount you could decide something else happens so that's how I'd do it just to keep it like really simple
0: so yeah that's a way it could work Um, what about for other games because obviously so far we've been pretty specific on what game we're looking at um, well, yeah, but well, I mean, would you consider game. running one in like your Middlelands game, for example?
1: <laughs> I, I would. I w- <laughs> uh, no, That's a good question, and like, I don't think it'll happen. Now, it's not because I won't consider it. Don't get me wrong. If if my player characters were like, oh, we well, like in a court case or whatever, but bear in mind that my Midlands campaign is like a standard sort of like. OSR like D&D sort of styley game I mean I know we're using castles and crusades but it's in the old D&D style and like player characters in D&D don't tend to end up in court particularly it's normally a case of like someone comes to someone oftentimes they they might get arrested and like thrown in a jail or whatever but they normally break out or they sh- they kill the guards that come to arrest <laughs> them and ride off with the town burning behind them or whatever. They, they don't. Tend, they don't tend to end up in a court. But, but now you mention it, I actually do quite like the idea because I think it's something that doesn't happen very often in like an old school style game. So I think that not at the minute for my characters because they're in they're in the the settings version of Ireland in the the Dolman Wood, which is like a fairy sort of thing. But um, certainly when they get back to Great London perhaps that's something i might introduce now with um, castles and crusades it doesn't really use skills it uses like the standard attributes and again i'd probably do the same as i described for you there but instead of having them use like their mental skills or whatever i'd have them pick uh, an attribute and and i'd be pretty flexible about what attribute i allowed them to use so if they were like oh i'm going to try and like smooth talk the jury yeah, you can make a charisma roll. I'm going to think back to previous like precedents of law. Yeah, you can use intelligence. Uh, you can make a play for wisdom. So I mean, obviously, you couldn't really use like the physical abilities. But yeah, I think it might be nice for this for the high intelligence well, characters to use. Maybe their you
0: could because there's also obviously many courts that have precedents for like trial, uh, by, trial combat by ordeal and, and stuff like that. Ordeal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's actually there's,
1: there either. is there is actually a handy bit about um, like crime and punishment and stuff like that in the um, in the main middle book. So yeah, that's, it's definitely something I'd consider, and I actually quite like the sound of it now you mention it because it's something that doesn't happen a lot in sort of these star games. So yeah, yeah, I'd definitely consider yeah. it.
0: <laughs> cool,
1: <laughs> but 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 as, as if my play characters would ever do anything that would lead to them ended
0: up in court. Oh, so I'm thinking back. to to try and work out if I've ever actually played in any games that have done courtroom stuff. And I can only think of coming across it in LARP games. Yeah, I can't can't
1: think of any tabletop games.
0: Once very long ago in a World of Darkness game in a pub not too far from here. Oh, Um, yeah. But that, unfortunately, did suffer from that very first problem that we discussed, that a realistic sort of court scene is really, really... Really boring.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's the advantage that like, tabletop has over LARP that because when you're doing a LARP, you tend to sort of like play out time as it's occurring. Yeah. Whereas in a tabletop, you can be like, I'll oh, make a few rolls, yeah, like three hours has passed or whatever, <laughs> and you've been debating this is what's happened.
0: Uh, and we've ended up at uh, the medieval LARP that we do occasionally. In front of various different sorts of judgement yeah, for yeah, various yeah. different things. Um, usually it involves a kick up the arse and a beer, but yeah. that's just that lot of, uh, that That's how Laurie and Trust play things. Yeah,
1: um, but now I, I, I can't think I've been involved in a great deal of um, court cases, and I think to be honest, that's because I the modern court cases as we know it is obviously like a, a more modern phenomena. And a lot of certainly myself, a lot of the role playing games I tend to run are sort of fantasy role playing games like where you say court cases don't aren't such a big thing or it's a modern day game, but if I'm running a modern day game it's normally like a World of Darkness game where you're like a vampire or something. Obviously mm. you can't be like polling up to the courts in midday if you're a vampire.
0: Well not the real world court, but the yeah. uh well, I don't know what it's like in the current edition of The World of Darkness. I know the Camarilla Dark. used to love doing everything around a court. Yeah, yeah um, but that, yeah, but that doesn't work in the same not way as a, mortal a court, court in the sense of like a courtroom drama. Yeah, but certainly I've seen like bits of Camarilla games effectively trying to become a courtroom drama. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think I think it's interesting, and I mean, like you say, I think it comes down again to this idea of how much of your session do you want to devote to it like you say, like actually running through like blow by blow of a course. I mean even even Burning Wheel with its jewel of wits, which I consider to be like a very detailed, very sort of like layered system, even that's nowhere near as complicated or lengthy as an actual like court case would be. So I think even sort of rulesy systems don't have that level of detail like you would find in an actual court case. But I think you could definitely do like a streamlined version, like we're saying, with like half a dozen tests or whatever and, and a bit of obviously role playing and talking between the tests and sort of get like the details, but and get the flavour of it without the, the ridiculous length of time. I mean, certainly for, for your Fate game, you've obviously got, you know, you can roll to like create an advantage and get some free invokes. You could be like rolling to create an advantage by producing like a new piece of evidence or like (laughs) something like that.
0: Well, I think one of the main problems that they're going to have is that if they choose any kind of a JoJo jury from this world, then they're going to be extremely biased. Well, in in which case, the Starfleet characters are going to have to be like quite uncomfortable with that.
1: Well, the thing is, in in which case, though, we, we know there have been there are jury selection processes to make Mm -hmm. i mean i I know because obviously i've I've been on a jury in real life you go through a selection process to make sure that you're not biased then there's also cases where uh something's been found wrong with the jury or evidence has been mishandled Uh, i mean the 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 trial that i sat in on in real life it was the second time that trial had been held because uh, some evidence hadn't been given to the defence to give them enough time to like work it into their argument, so they had to dismiss the whole case and reorganise it for like, a few weeks later with a new jury and a new everything. So but there's a lot of sort of different bits and pieces in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is, is there hopefully, else you want to...
0: it's also been useful to some of the people that are listening.
1: Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> if you've got any suggestions for for court cases or any suggestions as to that hannah could use in a game or
0: future ideas for podcasts for us to do things for us to talk about let us know
1: anything you want to hear the two of us babble about please let us know there'll be details following shortly as to how you can do that so from me and hannah we'll catch you next time take care bye we hope you've enjoyed that episode if you want to get in touch with us you can drop us an email the address is rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com or if you want to leave us a voicemail message you can head over to our page on speakpipe.com and that will allow you to leave a 90 second voicemail and you might even be featured in a future show There's a link to this included in the show notes as well as a link to our website and other places where you can contact us. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you soon.